0: Meet Alan and Arthur Zulu, brothers with a passion for mental health and basketball. Alan is the director of the A to Z Foundation here in Zambia. The mission of the organization is to increase the awareness of mental health issues affecting the youth and to promote physical and emotional fitness through life skills and sport. Arthur is a former pro ball player who started the initiative, the Arthur Zulu Basketball Camp under A to Z. In this episode, we discuss the importance of mentorship and how you can redefine your path and create your own legacy. Welcome to Conversations with Leela B. Allen.
1: Thanks, Lee. How's it going?
0: It's going good. How are you on this beautiful Saturday?
1: I'm good. Um, sun is shining. It's not raining. Uh, it's easy. I'm good.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I guess um, in my intro that I've already done, I talked about the A to Z Foundation and you're basically the founder of that. So can you share with my listeners what the A to Z Foundation is, how it came to be, and what you're trying to achieve with that?
1: Wow. (laughs) Um, So the A to Z Foundation is basically... uh, a non-governmental organization. Uh, Basically what we're trying to do is um, build capacity in young people, but also mostly centered around mental health awareness. So trying to build more awareness around um, mental health issues affecting young people, like, you know, uh, teens, adolescents, and young adults. And also, also use sport as a, ve- as a as a as a vehicle to get kids more involved into 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 sport and physical activities uh, one of the reasons why I started this or why I thought about this was I noticed a lot of young people were struggling or are struggling and they don't have uh, appropriate outlets. And for me, what helped as a young person was sport. So, you know, if you're having a bad day, sport has the scientific evidence that if you do play, you know, engage in a physical activity, it will make you feel better. And the chances are, you know, to keep you away from vices and keep you busy. So it's almost a double thing. So if you're engaged in sports, it improves mood, it helps with the social skills and also keeps people, you know, young people out of vices and, you know, all those things. But the biggest thing is also the lessons that you can learn through sport. So a big thing, a big part of it is also the le- um, life skills. So using sports as a, as a tool to teach life skills and bring um, more awareness uh, around mental health issues affecting young people.
0: Okay. Well, that sounds wonderful. So, I mean, I know I used to do obviously sports when I was in school, like everyone else, but like was very specific and I was on swim team and things. And I know that it definitely does help teach you things like discipline, um, working together, like as a team, or even just if it's like more individualized as a swimmer, also like learning how to be part of a team, but like learning how to be, have your own self-discipline um so you spoke about how it's teaching the kids life skills can you talk a little more about the life skills you feel um the a to z foundation is able to give through the outlet of sports
1: so yeah like i said uh, looking at young kids and the you know i saw because uh, we didn't we didn't get these kind of lessons in class you know you're we told okay go to school go uh, you know get good grades but then out of class you still have to you know issues about uh self-esteem so you'd find you know low self-esteem low uh low expectations low creates you know low um a lack of that don't you don't you don't get to set high high goals for yourself because you feel uh, blah 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 but when you in team sports, it helps. Uh, again, it's been proven. You play sport; you know, it helps with self-esteem and all those issues. Like you mentioned already, discipline, self-discipline, teaches all that. So we thought it was just a good fit. So some of the some of the life skills that we we always start with is you know how you view yourself because self-esteem is the, it's the, I believe is like a fundamental for anybody's success. It doesn't matter if you have uh, all this money or all these skills, but if you don't believe in yourself and you don't believe that you're worth anything, that will affect your relationships. It affects the kind of decisions you make. It will affect the choices you you know you make, and just it will affect your whole life. Yeah. So you know we started teaching about self self esteem uh, self esteem through sport. Then we move on to stuff like. Uh, teamwork because you're always part of a team whether you're in school whether you're at home whether you're in the court or you know you're always part of a team and learning how to learning how to handle yourself and how to behave as part of a team will help you succeed so it's those life skills then we move on to how to handle conflict mm-hmm. and these are life skills whether it doesn't matter what your background is what or education status is these are the skills that you need even in a home environment, you need in a job environment, you need in a social environment, whatever it is. So we try to promote those, we feel like those are fundamental and without certain skills, it's hard for people to develop. It's hard for young people to make the most of their lives. So yeah, just trying to highlight that, you know, it's, it's it's not just academics. It's not just, oh, I have a talent. You may have a talent, but if you don't believe in yourself or you think you don't know how to work in a team, you don't know that you have a potential to be a leader instead of uh, waiting for somebody else to make a change in your life, you can be that change. It starts with you as opposed to, oh, somebody else needs to come and do this for me, you know, stuff like that. So basically trying to help young people take the power back into their hands.
0: Wow, that's really beautiful, especially when you talk about um, letting oh, yeah. young people sort of find their own confidence and, and do like figure out how to be leaders because I think that is important. I think when we are kids, sometimes we do wait around for someone else to lead or we follow the crowd. There's a lot of things like peer pressure. So I think it's very um, important oh, oh, yeah. That you guys are able to actually help through sports teach these kids these very important life skills. So, now joining us, we have your brother, Arthur. Hi, Arthur.
2: Hey, hey guys. Oh, hi. How are you doing? Hey.
0: We're good. Hey. How are you today?
2: I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. How about yourself?
0: Good. So, I was I'm talking good. to Alan about um, the actual A to Z foundation, how it came to be and, you know, what it actually does. So we spoke a lot about how it's there to sort of help the young kids with their mental health and, and like letting them, you know, learn certain life skills that are important. Now I understand that, yeah, Arthur, so you have, you're the one with more of a background in basketball?
2: That is correct. (laughs)
0: so can you tell me about like what part do you play in A to Z foundation and just a little bit about um, how you got into basketball and why you think it's helped you in your life and how you think it can help others
2: okay well uh, for starters so um, I grew up uh, mostly playing uh, soccer and coming from you know born and raised in Zambia where soccer you know is primarily the number one sport, you know, so at a early age, so sports has always been a, a big part of my life growing up, you know, so, cause after, after school, we didn't really have too many extracurricular activities. And so as a result, um, I sort of towards drifted towards playing sports as a way to, as an escape, you know, basically, uh, you see that you were doing, you know, you were getting in trouble and, um, after school and so we chose uh sport was one of the things that you know kept us in line and kept us out of trouble so i started uh i played soccer for you know in my earlier age uh, in my younger days so as uh as a matter of fact i got introduced to the game of basketball through my brother alan he uh, uh it, it was uh actually it was funny what happened so Remember, we used to have the VHS tapes, you yeah. know. So yeah, it was hard. We never had we never had internet at the time growing up, you know, or YouTube or anything like that. It was hard to get access to things such as uh, you know uh, an American sport such as basketball. So uh, my brother was fortunate enough to have some friends who had you know things like the like cable. So they recorded one of these game tapes. Uh, on VHS cassette so it was the it was actually 1997 96 season uh, Michael Jordan playing the Utah Jazz and so I don't know if you're familiar with that game the the when Michael Jordan made this last shot yeah uh, it's called, it's called the flu game so I uh, I came across that while my brother was watching that game and so ever since then I just automatically fell in love with the sport and you know, I said you know what this is something that I want to I want to learn even though it wasn't popular at the time, it wasn't very, very popular. So I said, "Oh, this is something I'd actually like to do." So um, uh, in my neighborhood, there happened to have been a, a couple of guys who who liked the sport, and this one guy had a, a hoop at his house that he had no use for. So I asked him if we could borrow it, and he said, "No problem." So when he did that. Uh, he said he also volunteered to teach us you know, in his spare time. He said, uh, uh, you guys can come over and I'll teach you how to play the game and the rules and everything. So that's how I sort of fell in love with the sport.
0: Oh, wow. That's amazing. So we basically have your brother to thank for you discovering basketball.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, he had a big part in, 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 in my introduction to the sport And how we met.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think I'd asked maybe we can go one by one. I mean, Alan sort of answered before you hopped on the call or the conversation. But how do you feel like basketball can actually help young people um, just in self development and all of that, Arthur?
2: Okay. No, I think basketball, and personally, I can attest to what basketball has done for me personally. Um, I think uh, for me personally, uh, basketball has been able to change my life. You know, um, I can attest to, you know, the importance it plays uh, in my life uh, growing up. I was able to uh, to attain an education through, through basketball. Basketball not only um, helped me get a college education, You know, it helped me see the world. I was able to travel the world uh, through basketball. I've I've made relationships with people uh, to this day that I um, I treasure and had not been possible had it not been for for basketball. You know, it it teaches. I feel it's a very important tool that uh, young adults, young youth can use in their development. You know, it teaches character. It teaches uh, teamwork, you know, and these are attributes that you don't have to be an athlete to 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 make use of. You know, these are things that we need to 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 utilize in our day-to-day lives. You know, even as a doctor, or if you aspire to be a lawyer or of any profession, these are characteristics that I feel that you're going to need in order to be successful. You know, we work in a world with different people. So you need to learn teamwork you need to learn how to have character you need to learn how to create a balance for yourself because in in good times and bad so in when you're winning and when you're losing you know you need to find find the balance not to be too high on the on the highs and too low on the lows you need to find that that balance and so i feel like basketball teaches all of those aspects and so put together you know, you, you come out, I think, as a better individual, as a well-rounded person, and you can fit into uh, any society, you know, and meet any challenges that you you, you faced with.
0: Yeah, I think it's important. Um, Alan spoke about, you know, and I think you're also echoing that, that it's actually building that confidence in young kids, which... I feel like a lot of the times, um, no matter what community you really come from, but we also know, I'll speak for Lusaka itself, there's so many different communities and areas where people are growing up in. I mean, there's so much of, you know, the compound is right next to the, let's say middle income area where other people are Mm -hmm. growing up, maybe with more privilege. And I think, you know, regardless of where those kids are coming from, there is also still a, a confidence issue. There's still, a peer pressure issue, which is why kids are choosing to, you know, you guys spoke about other recreational behavior. Kids are engaging in drugs, alcohol, be it sex or whatever at an early age, just unhealthy things because after school, they don't necessarily have a safe place to go, a community that's uplifting and building them.
1: Absolutely.
0: true. Yeah.
1: And um, just to add on to what I spoke about, um, when, Coach Show Mike, uh, he told he to, he, said, he said one very interesting thing about the game of basketball. He says this is the one sport that mirrors life closely, mirrors life. So, the things that happen in a basketball game are basically you could you could almost mirror them to to your real life. In a basketball game, you'll be able to experience extreme joy, mm-hmm. elation, depression. <laughs> You adversity, hope, despair in one game. You know, it doesn't matter up until the last whistle is blown. That's when the game is over. But while the game is on, you can still play. You may be down 50 points as long as you put in hard work. You keep hustling. You keep, you know, keep communicating with your teammates, keep running back on defense. And in life, it'll be like, all right, maybe I'm in a bad situation, but it's not the end of the world. If I look for better options, if I speak to somebody who with more experience, maybe they might give me, uh, a, maybe not even an answer, but they'll just may help me feel better and get out of that that bad space. It's fast paced, because it doesn't stop. And just like life, it doesn't stop. You may think, oh, when I get there, I'll be happy. But once you get there, you find out that there's something else that needs to be done, and just it's constant. If you watch the game, it, you're always running up and down. There's no – you can't hide and say, oh, I'm going to take a breather or, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, for that's that's how come – and I'm not knocking any other sport, but I just feel like, you know, because we're so passionate about the game it and how it closely mirrors life, you can actually see, uh, oh, okay, When, you know, I can actually mirror things and and put them together. I just wanted to add that.
0: No, of course, I think that's important. I mean, I was never great at playing basketball, like physically, (laughs) not my sport. More of a swimmer, more of a hockey player. But I do know I really enjoyed watching it and I still enjoy watching it and going and watching people play it live because you can see all the dynamics you just spoke about. It really, you have to know communication, conflict, conflict Ooh, wow what happened there so conflict, re- away, you know? <laughs> conflict <laughs> resolution all of those things actually come into play and I think the fact that it's a game that young people can play I mean if you start early enough you already start building that toolbox of a way to go through life
2: absolutely and, yeah uh, and I, I like a, a lot of other sports too as well you know it, it necessarily these are characteristics that you go through on a daily, you know, and so necessarily you don't have to be, you don't have to be a basketball player to learn how to be, to be communicate with other people.
0: Yeah, you know, this
2: is a tool that uh, we, we all need in order to function in a, in a, in a normal society.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I'm um, going back to the A to Z Foundation. Um, I know Alan had spoken earlier about how this is also to help um, people with their mental health and I know mental health is I think something that's important to you guys I know on my podcast if you guys have heard it then you know it's something that is important to me Um, how do you think it comes into play with the work that you're doing other than obviously building people's confidence why is it important to have like it's quite a statement that you make on even your website you do clearly state like an aspect of mental health, which I think is something in Zambia, we don't openly talk about our mental health. So why was that important for you guys?
1: Or like you mentioned, it's not something that's openly spoken about in Zambia. I think there's, a, there's still a stigma around it. And when it comes to young people, again, like my focus or our focus is, is young people, because we believe, you know, if we can help the young people, then there's a brighter day or there's a brighter future. So you find that a lot of young people are dealing with issues, whether it's substance abuse, um, abuse at home, you know, violence in the home or outside the home or experience some sort of you know, violence and traumas and all these all these things. But there are no outlets or there's nobody to help talk, talk, not I say talk, but there's no the there, there no proper outlets where people can find the proper help. So if a teen is depressed and it starts acting out, you know, the last thing you want to hear is just get over it or, you know, you'll be fine. You know, that's, I think we're taught more how to take care of our physical bodies than we are taught to take take care of our minds. And it all starts with the mind. If your mind is not, and your mind breaks, that's something that cannot be fixed. So it's like one side of a coin. But then, you know, in our culture, and our society, we're, we concentrate on the other side of the coin, which is the physical part. I know more about brushing my teeth than taking care of my mind. You know, that's but it's it's both it's your physical health is connected to your mental health and your mental health is connected to your physical health. And if and it's proven, you know, if one deteriorates, it will affect the other. And if the other deteriorates, it will affect the other. And the idea is to be fully functional, being a, and no, just like your physical health, you know, you go through the days where you're you're at peak, you're fine, you're hundred percent fine. Yeah. And then the days when you're not so fine, you know, it's the same thing with your mental health, the days when everything is fine, but then that, that those down days when you're feeling blue, what do you do when you're feeling blue? When nobody, nobody teaches us those things. But those are things that we can't ignore because they're there, you know? So, yeah, part of it, so mental health awareness, just being self-aware, like, all right, now I'm in a bad space. It will affect the kind of decisions I make. It will affect the kind of people I let into my life. It will affect the kind of, you know, aspirations I have for myself. So now just bringing more light and uh, allowing Especially young people to start speaking their language and knowing where they can get the necessary help, and it, it's all—it's not, it doesn't have to be extreme, but uh, unfortunately, we wait for, maybe we don't wait for—we only we only take action when it, we're we're reactive as opposed to being proactive.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like I said before, we told more about our teeth. You know, you told brush your teeth, do this. You know what to do to prevent tooth decay. But you don't know what to do to prevent, you know, a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, for me, that's that uh, that's why it's so important to 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 highlight mental health awareness amongst young people, and also, you know, provide the tools. We might not have the answers, but we'll be able to say, you know what, go and see doctor who and who and who, or maybe just go and see the school counselor. That'll yeah. help. But the, and also trying to remove the stigma around mental health it's normal it's it's, it's a, like i said the side to it, it's the other side to the coin but there's all this shame no why should they be ashamed uh, about mental health it's like why should if you have a headache you're not ashamed to say have a headache but when somebody's depressed yeah, you can't even talk about that if somebody goes through a bad spell they can't even talk because it's almost bringing sh- and that's what we're trying to you know clear the air that's that does not exist it's it shouldn't be like that
0: Wow,
2: beautifully said. And Arthur, anything that you want to add on to that? Yeah, just the. To me, that's what really stuck out to me was the stigma around mental health that we have uh, in today's uh, society. Not just in Africa, but in a lot of places too. Um, there's a stigma that surrounds mental health. It's considered, uh, in uh, in a lot of places, being having a mental challenge or being having, suffering from depression is primarily considered as having a weakness, you know, and so a lot of people defer from, uh, from talking about issues that they might be going, going through just to avoid that stigma, the, the negative stigma that comes, comes with it. And so, you know, providing an avenue for these young youth to express themselves, I think is very important you know, to let them know that, hey, it's okay to, to have a bad day. It's okay to, to feel a certain way about things and to, to, to let it out, you know, have, let them know that there's somebody who's, who can relate to them and is willing to listen to help them through that, uh, whatever it is that they might be going through. And so to me, that was very important. And so that's why I said, uh, no, Alan, this is a a great, uh, great concept. And I'd like to be a part of it any way that I can. And so that's sort of how we we, we teamed up together.
0: Mm. So we're going to get to talking about the whole GoFundMe campaign that you guys have for um, the basketball camp and for the foundation. I want to know from Arthur, like what... Does the basketball camp itself do or what will it be doing? I know right now things are mm-hmm. a bit complicated all with the pandemic but when things are fully up and running what what can people expect if they you know approach you guys and say hey I want to join or if parents even come and say I'd like my kid to take part in this so that they have something to do
2: mm-hmm. okay so ideally the, the camp was uh, was designed to uh, attract uh, young, young, uh, young adults. Both uh, we thought about it because we felt like the the girl child is uh, is not so much active when it comes to you know like sport, and so we we felt like this would be an opportunity to to also help the girl child get some exposure. So we said, okay, we're gonna identify this camp will help us identify um, the top top talent in in, in Zambia not only in Lusaka, but we'll try and uh, open it up to kids on the Copper Belt as well, and in Livingston and, and places of that nature. So ideally, the idea was to identify top 50 players, both um, um, male and female. Uh, and uh, we're gonna, we, we we try to figure out a way to, to host these, these kids for five days for five days and we're going to do life skills we're going to teach because we feel we're going to teach uh uh the human aspects because i feel like the human aspects are divided into three very important categories the the spiritual then there's the mental and then there's the physical and so we're going to teach all these if one one of them's lacking in the other you know it affects the other two and so we felt like we're going to help te- uh Pick on each one of these and uh, and expand on each one and teach how these all of these things work together as one in order for us to be a functional human being. And so the idea of the camp was to say, well, and at the same time, we're gonna um, create mental mental health uh, awareness using the sport of basketball as a tool to reach out to the young the young kids because now basketball has become very popular you know uh, for, back for, for compared to when I was coming up growing up now there's the internet there's YouTube and so basketball has become a very popular sport in Zambia and so the youth are now into into the game and so they' would like opportunities to, to come out and showcase their talents and so this would be an opportunity for kids uh, that want to play the game at a high level you know to come and get exposed to good coaching, and uh, life skills and mental health awareness at the same time. So they get all of this in one package and, un- and under one roof.
0: Mm. Um, I just have a question about like, so in a year, if you're saying like, you know, it's, it's five days where they can come and have this amazing experience, what is the hope in the future? It might not be happening as of yet, but like how many times are you guys gonna run the camp throughout the year?
2: So the camp, the idea the, the Arthur Zulu uh, basketball camp with a, the A to Z foundation, ideally, we're going to try and have it, uh, hosted every, every year every, every uh, once in a year. And so, but then the A to Z foundation is ongoing this year around. They have, uh, uh, activities throughout the whole, the whole year. And so at that camp, we'll be launching, uh, also introducing people to the A to Z Foundation and what they do. And so if kids wanna continue on, um, there's, a, there's a league that is actually, uh, that's in place. It's a place where they could actually play throughout the year, right? So it doesn't have to end uh, at the camp. After the camp, there's, there'll be an on, ongoing activities in which they could still take part throughout the year.
0: Ah, which I think is great so maybe Alan you can add on to explaining in a way like what you guys are doing with respect to throughout the year
1: okay um so in terms of in terms of basketball like Alta said, the, that, uh, the plan is to have that annually but throughout the year we have the idea is to have Different activities and basketball would would be a small part of it. Like we said, the bigger part, uh, the the bigger the bigger issues would be mental health awareness and life skills training. So, for instance, part of the part of the activity, so part of all these players who would come to the camp would then go back to their communities and be sort of like uh, a to z ambassadors. So, you know, you taught a uh, simple curriculum. We have, you know, we're, we're already in the process of putting together a couple of, like we said, some uh, pertinent issues that everybody goes through and in a simple way, we, faci- we do that facilitation and we empower these kids to be able to, once you learn something and, that, and you're able to teach somebody else, that means that's a good sign that you've grasped uh, the information. So, if, a kid, if one kid came from, for argument's sake, he came from, you know, Cablonga, and he, get, he gets the life skills and the basketball. When he goes back to his community with his friends, it's his responsibility now to teach his friends listen, guys, this, you know, this is what I learned in, in, uh, on day one. This is what it means. This is what. And so, the idea is that every time the kids come into contact with us and go back into their communities, they're making some sort of change. And uh, yeah, so the other part of the, um, of the basketball is also trying to help the sport develop in our country. Uh, if you're familiar with what's been going on in the region, we haven't really uh, taken off. You know, you have other countries competing in international tournaments and Zambia doesn't feature. And it's even worse for our women or the girl child. They, I think the last, Arthur, correct me if I'm wrong, I think the last time they competed in an international tournament was what, 2008, 2006, somewhere there?
2: Yeah. And that's, that sounds about right.
1: That's, that's absurd. Why? You know, (laughs) there's no reason why. So, so also a part of it is because we love the sport and we want the sport to develop. This is also a chance for, to be involved in that development of the sport in different ways. And also telling the kids that, you know, it's not only, you, not everybody will get to play. That's one thing, you know? I didn't get to play the game like at a high level, professional level, but I'm, I still want to affect the game at a different level. This, and uh, once people understand that, that you can still contribute in a positive way to something that you love and see see it grow, we'll have, I, I think we'll, I believe we'll, 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 you know, we'll create a platform where the sport is grows the way it's supposed to grow and uh, not be left too far behind.
0: Yeah. I think it's important what you said. It's, it's, um, there were a couple of things that you said. So what your main sort of philosophy that you have about, The kids coming and learning and then going back into the communities reminds me i think arthur will be very familiar with this phrase which is the each one teach one it's a very like african-american um Mm -hmm. phrase and and teaching which is like you know if you learn something as as part of the youth and in your community it becomes not not necessarily an obligation but it's like you want to actually go back into your community spread that message encourage others um, so I think that was an important thing that you said. And then also both of you have talked about women, especially in the sport and locally. I think, you know, young mm-hmm. girls in Zambia do get a bit left behind when it comes to most of our sports. And, you know, they're not necessarily always encouraged. For me, I find it inspiring when I go to like NASDAQ or Zamsha and I'm seeing like Unza Honeys and people like that like play. And I'm like, there really are like so many mm-hmm. women who can play this you know amazing sport and they do it so well but you know the lack of you know access to it or even being encouraged to go and like pursue it especially as a young girl um so i think that's Mm -hmm. very important that you guys are doing that work and uh you also touched on you know how basketball isn't really given the same attention I feel like I mean I've said it before in an article I once wrote I don't think it gets the same national recognition that football does or other sports mm-hmm. do and you'd be shocked like a lot of people are like who plays basketball and I'm like guys if you go to like the venues like your Zamsha or your Nasdaq or your OIDC mm-hmm. you actually get to see that like there are so many people who are very good at playing this exactly. game and who play it and deserve to be seen yeah. on a national stage
2: and that's also the image we're trying to we're, we're trying to change for so long it's been you know why isn't basketball you know where it needs to be in the country because there's been this negative uh, impact about you know you guys don't you know you're, you're not good enough to compete on an, on an international level so we're trying to change that mindset we're trying to change that uh, that view Let's say that you know this is something that you know if we if we manage properly from the grassroots level, and so we're trying to take it back to to the roots, and you know, those especially at the at the at the high school level, start 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 them when they're young, you know. And so as a result, the league will be will be will be as competitive because at the grassroots levels uh, will be will be will be strong and encouraged to play a lot more.
0: Yeah, I think that's very important because I do feel like we we can definitely, you know, people can train and work hard and get to that international level and have access to that. So thank you for the work that you guys do. Um, I just quickly want to also wrap up by talking about the GoFundMe campaign that you guys have going on right now. So um, I don't know who wants to chime in on that. Arthur, will
2: that be you? Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, So basically what we're trying to do is is raise funds for uh, this camp. And so we're trying to see if uh, there's any ways and we can get some corporate sponsorship to help us uh, meet our goals. uh, And so we've reached out to several, you know, we're reaching out, trying to figure out ways to, to get help And so the GoFundMe was just a part of uh, uh, some of the ideas that we had around fundraising. So ideally, we're just trying to raise funds for uh, the event. So we are going to need some help with um, acquiring like the uniforms for both uh, the boys and the girls, you know, the shoes, um, you know, the coaching equipment and all the things that go into the facility. And all the things that go into um, hosting a camp, and so that's where the GoFundMe come comes in. So so far, I've reached out to my community here in uh, in my Zambian community here in Houston, and so so far it's it's getting a little bit of traction. But you know, with COVID, you know things are not uh, like they like we intended. So we're just hoping to get more traction as as the time gets close by and see if we can uh, get some corporate people to to, to come on on board also to help in that aspect.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, well, for our listeners, I definitely will um, put links to the GoFundMe page so that you guys can also, as individuals, we want corporates obviously to help because they have the bigger capital and the bigger bank. But as a citizen, as a fan of the sport, if there's anything you can do to help, I'll have the links there for you. And um, yeah, also, um, Alan, is there anything that um, A to Z foundation is also kind of promote right now or looking for?
1: Um, uh, just a couple of things I uh, just want to talk about. Um, part of this camp is also to show that, you know, let's as individuals, we can, there's always something you can do as an individual as opposed to sitting down and waiting for somebody else to do it, especially if it's something that concerns you, your community, your surroundings. I think a lot of young people are falling into this um, spiral where they think it's somebody else's problem as opposed to, but just get up and do something about it. If you see something wrong, do something. And if you know better, again, as adults or young adults, if you know better, do better. Mm. Nobody... You know, there isn't, I don't think, I don't believe in this, um, in this mindset where it's somebody else is going to come and fix it for me, or somebody else is going to, should do it. We should all take responsibility. And that's one of the big things that at ADZ that we try to push is, you know, you're responsible for you. Your success depends on you, how much you put it. You know, whatever your success, whatever success looks like to you, it's your responsibility. So you need to put in the time, the discipline. But sitting there and waiting for somebody else to come and do it for you, that's not it. you know. Even uh, like AZ uh, Arthur talked about uh, you know reaching out to corporate sponsors. We, have, we will do that, but we want them when they come on board to see all the work that we've done with our resources, our time and resources doesn't necessarily mean money you know when people start here no no money now no put in your time come and mentor uh, a young person you know come and talk to a young person about what it means to be an uh, an entrepreneur come and talk to a young person give them give them an idea open up their mind and say it is possible if you do a b c a b c a b you know there is no dispel all these myths about what success is or There's a quick fix you can just scratch here, and then you'll be a millionaire or whatever you know. Like again, whatever success means to you, but you know, there's certain things that anybody can do as long as you put in the work. You know, with a bit of luck, you will get to that next level. But yeah, that's one of the um, the things we're looking now for. And so um, another thing is that they again we we spoke about uh, giving an opportunity an outlet for young people who are going through stuff. You know, if they're, if you're going through stuff, if you need some help in, you know, in relation to mental health um, or just some counseling or just, you know, somebody to talk to. The A to Z, the foundation, we try to provide, uh, you know, provide that space for young people. Like I said, that not too many resources out there for young people where, so we, where we're trying to make that available on a bigger scale, but obviously, again, with um, now we have to adjust with the pandemic and try and find new ways to do it. But yeah, one of the things is providing resources to these kids, especially in the vulnerable communities where these resources are not readily available.
0: Yeah, I think you've said two important things, which is literally the fact that success looks different for everyone, and your success—you can—you define your own success. And I think that's something that took me a long time to learn and I've grown into it like now as an adult. And the other thing that I've learned is, you know, I don't need to necessarily be into basketball. I'm into mental health. I do media things. I should come to A to Z and talk to whether it's the young girls or the young guys. Like, so I can do my part by saying, okay, this is my experience. This is what I can offer. Let me volunteer some time. Let me, whether I mentor one person or two people, let me follow through with that because I can actually make an impact and a difference in someone else's life who maybe doesn't know what they want to do and maybe wants to do what I do or finds what I do interesting and wants to do something completely different but just can learn something from me that maybe I picked up in life.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So providing (laughs) that
2: mentorship because I think that's something we really, uh, don't uh, don't teach. As uh, I noticed, you know, growing up, we didn't have like mentorship. You know, you sort of were led to you thrown to the sharks, led to figure it out by yourself. You know, people don't give advice on you know what steps to take. You know, and so you so you don't fall into a certain trap. You know, you so you 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 let to go to school and figure it out by yourself. So things that you could have avoided had you known about it beforehand, you know, you end up making those same mistakes. Mm. And so uh, people, while I think time's our biggest asset in, you know, so by people, you know, people in different careers, if we had people, uh, lawyers, doctors, come to A of time you know, we can have a career there. We're in a sense of direction. I think that will definitely of great help and benefit to the to the young ones.
0: Well, I mean, you guys you guys have my information. I'm going to wrap up our interview, but you guys have my information. So if you ever need me to rally some people, if you're doing whatever it is a career day or you want me to ask for people to mentor, I know some good friends who I believe would want to be involved. And um, even if they, you know, tell me that they don't have time, I'm gonna tell them that they do. <laughs> so i really appreciate. time is all we have exactly and it's if that's just something that you can give back whether it's an hour or whatever of your week if you can give back and see how it makes such a bigger impact i think that's a beautiful thing so thank you so much for being on the podcast
2: thank you for having me
0: Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Conversations with Leela B. Check the show notes for anything to do with A to Z Foundation and find out how you can help. The GoFundMe page is also listed there. But before we go, show a little love for your favorite podcast on Anchor by sending us a round of applause, giving us a star, and leaving us a voice message on Anchor. Who knows, you could get a shout-out on the next episode. You can also email me at conversationswlilabee at gmail.com. That's it for Episode 2 of Season 2. Remember to look out for more episodes and continue to join the conversation. Until next time.